This week on WWTQ. Is it an adjective, you paste-eating raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Muggsy, ah, see. <laughs> He's gonna be Swiss cheese. He's gonna be Swiss cheese, sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> Pardon me, sir, but my balls smell like a spring meadow. Face first into a military base. Jetta! Just a fucking bunch of weebs. It's a fucking miracle that my dick is still attached to my body. Do you have burning questions about Uranus? Do you have questions about what happens when you eat stuff? Well, then bring them to what was the question at r slash what was the question on Reddit and WWTQ podcast on Facebook for country and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to what was the question? I'm Faust. Tom's drinking. <laughs> we have found you questions. And we'll make up some bullshit. (laughs) Don't give it away. (laughs) That's the whole idea. Is it possible to twerk sadly? I would actually like to watch someone try. Well, a lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. (laughs) Is it? I mean, I know you can do the sort of the slad, the sad slump and everything, but I mean, if you got the junk in your trunk. There is there is some video evidence. <laughs> well, uh-huh. That answers that question. For those that don't that so that was uh a dad beat up a kid for asking his 9-year-old daughter to twerk. And then makes him twerk. Yeah, makes him strip down and twerk. That's a pretty sad twerk. That was very sad. So that we got one right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can't say that it was sexy or no neat. It wasn't, wasn't entertaining, really. I mean, it does answer that question. So it is possible to twerk sadly, though you don't want to see it. No, that no. was. That, I will. I will revise my original answer. I feel like I was better before I saw that, <laughs> and now I am somehow Just worse. Proof how the internet slowly kills us. Oh yeah, like a millimeter each day. Speaking of, how can I kill someone by meowing at them? I mean, you can't just do it by meowing you would you could meow while stabbing someone well, that would be killing somebody while meowing at them how can i kill someone by meowing at them yeah i mean if they're terrified of cats and standing at a subway platform i suppose you would have to have some sort of technological assistance would that count though i mean if you were to direct some massively loud amplified meow at somebody with a speaker no, because that would that would be the sonic vibrations. But it was you meowing. Like a court of law could probably prove that you meowing, deliberately and premeditated, putting this person in the situation and then meowing. So there is no way that that the cause of death on any documentation would ever be labeled as death by meow. Death by meow. There's there's no way. I mean, unless they're extremely terrified of cats. But even then, the cause of death would be like pulmonary embolism or something. But it, the, yeah. there's there's absolutely no way to what, kill somebody by a statement or a sound. So how about switching tactics? What if you played a really long protracted game like they did in Super Troopers, but like deliberately to drive somebody? Am I saying to, meow? Yeah. <laughs> But deliberately just doing that to somebody repeatedly over and over and over again. So back when I used to watch Rooster Teeth, right? Because, I, uh, you know, I, we told the story on the podcast. I don't watch them anymore because their f- level of disingenuity is mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, but back when I used to watch the Rooster Teeth, they did this thing where they had all agreed that any time they would text Gus Sorolla, 
they would put quotes around their text messages. And they did it for a period of time and then just kind of stopped doing it. And during one of the live podcasts, they brought up that they were doing that to him. And he, my fucking God, I was going insane. (laughs) I was like, how do I stop this from happening on my phone? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you could drive somebody batshit insane, but I don't think it would kill them. Yeah. Like, you would really have to know that that person was susceptible to... That sort of because I think play. another thing they used to do is they all had two, uh, all had three DSs, mm-hmm. and they would go by his house in the middle at like two o'clock in the morning and street pass him. At so two I, in the morning, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> there's no way to kill somebody by staying at them. I, I think if you played the long game and tried to drive them to suicide, all that ground and pose shit and everything. Like you, you might be able to succeed at that, but that's a really long and really long. That's a really long shot. Like you have to know that they're susceptible to that sort of thing, and then you could just be saying anything. But meow would definitely work. So, oh, uh, that would be an interesting thing to do. Get a get like a throwaway prepaid phone, mm-hmm. and set your set the ringtone just a very like meow, meow, <laughs> meow. And fucking hide it somewhere very, very well in their home. Somewhere that will echo it and everything like that. And then just call it the same time every night. When you know that motherfucker is going to be in bed and asleep. And just keep loading the prepaid phone. (laughs) Maybe. Like, even if you have to, like, poke a hole, like, punch a hole in the wall. And put it in the wall, like, right behind where his bed is. And then plaster it over and make it look like nobody was there. I don't know. That reminds me, I I read a story that apparently Nine Inch Nails decided they were pranksters all on tour. All of them pranked people. And one of the things that they decided to do was buy this thing off of ThinkGeek called the, it's like the Insane Beeper or something like that. And it is a tiny little device with a piezoelectric speaker that beeps at the volume of like a smoke alarm. And it, uh, but it does it at a random interval and only for a certain amount of time. So it's really difficult and very annoying to try and track this thing down. But the idea was they were going to hide it under a desk. And the only person they knew for sure on the tour who had a desk was the tour manager. And the tour manager was this, the kind of guy you do not fuck with. But they decided to go ahead and slip this thing on his desk. And this drives the tour manager, this thing just drives him insane. And they, they basically leave it and pass the point of no return, like the point where they can just say, ha ha, funny joke, and point it out to him or something like that, because he just gets more and more aggravated by this device until he, because they slip it into his desk in his tour bus, he dismantles his office in the tour bus. He almost dismantles the tour bus to find this thing. And they're just like, fuck and wait for him to like just leave and walk it off so they can get in there and find the thing and turn it off and get rid of it and they never ever tell him that it was a prank so i mean there are certain levels that you can push a man to that will make them a dangerous individual but i don't think it would actually kill them i mean stress can kill people yeah like one of the things i'm very famous about is i collect broken clocks Specifically because I hate ticking. Um, yeah, that's a great like, reason to <laughs> fucking collect clocks. I hate. Well, I hate ticking, and somehow that broken clock. Like the the original thing started. I wanted a clock when I was really young, and I actually worked and saved money and were pay, was paying it off layaway, and I just didn't make the layaway payment in time. And so Grandma bought me the clock, and then since then, every year since, she has gotten me another desk clock. It's a little brass desk clock. She's gotten me another small clock. Uh, so now I have this massive collection of clocks. And the joke is I collect broken clocks because they just all have really shit batteries and run down. And I don't really want to pay for that many watch batteries to keep them all running and pristine and everything like that. Uh, so it just became I hate ticking. Uh, roommate at one point uh, heard about this when I was living in a common area. I was living in the living room. I had my bed in the living room. And he thought it would be really great to look up a ticking sound on the computer and turn it down to like the lowest possible volume that you could ever detect it and play it 
And I swear, I snapped to that thing in like 10 seconds that he was playing Ticking. And so, yeah, I just, and it it confirmed, wow, I really do fucking hate Ticking, especially if I can't tell where it's coming from. If it's a watch, I can usually just put it out of my mind because I was like, okay, that watch is ticking. It'll stop soon. But uh, yeah, I just absolutely hate Ticking I can't find. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. (laughs) Giving you more ammunition. Oh, not that I'd ever do anything with it. <laughs> Is the past tense of Swiss cheese swash cheese? Why would Swiss cheese need a past tense? I mean, moldy, moldy Swiss cheese. Yeah. Call it swash choss. Swash choss. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody offers you swash choss, say no. <laughs> swash choss. <laughs> New. From the makers of WWTQ. <laughs> the unbelievable fragrance. Swap shots. Gross. Smell like the bin outside the back of a dairy farm. Just- <laughs> this person says it's an adjective, you paste eating raccoon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, past tense of Swiss cheese. I just put this in there because Swiss cheese, Swiss cheese. Swiss Swiss cheese. cheese. No. New. I didn't think we were going to be coming up with a brand of fa- fragrance here. Drive your cats crazy. It smells like past tense Swiss cheese in here. Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> past tense of Swiss cheese. The past tense of Swiss cheese in my mind would be shit. <laughs> yeah. Or the absence of shit. Of course, there is there is the the idea that Swiss cheese is being taken over like a it, it, it's like how Google got taken over as a as an a noun a verbing kind of thing to verbs to Google something is to look it up in a search right, engine like Xerox or fucking Q tip or Band Aid. Yeah, but to Swiss cheese something is to fill it full of holes. He got Swiss cheese by the mafia. The well, Swiss cheese is a style of cheese. Mm-hmm. It's not like champagne, where it has to come from Champagne, France. To be true champagne. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Swiss cheese is just the style of cheese. Mm-hmm. It's what it's like m- old mozzarella with holes in it. Or no, the <laughs> bacteria itself creates. Yeah, it creates the holes, right. air pockets during the cheese making process. The But... It was a point in time where it was almost about to be verbed. That was almost to be Swiss cheesed was was a thing. I don't know when, you know, how vernacular works. I mean, it still is, but Yeah, kind of. It was probably something that they tried to put in comic books. Ah, Muggsy, ah, see. (laughs) He's going to be Swiss cheese. He's going to be Swiss cheese, sleeping with the fishes. (laughs) Swiss cheese. We are Swiss cheese, boss. It smells works. like my it ball works. sack in here. <laughs> Your balls smell like Swiss cheese. Past tense Swiss cheese. Yes. Uh, that's where that's coming from. Everybody's balls fucking. <laughs> I'm going to make because like, I, I, I had this realization yesterday, last night. I was sleeping. We let Moose sleep with us during the month of July because that's when fireworks are. Pardon me, sir. But my balls smell like a spring meadow. So anyways, <laughs> fucking with a corpse rotting. In so it. with with Moo in our bedroom, it gets unbelievably hot in the fucking rooms so that we have a fan on typically. But like I'll wake up in the middle of the night with my balls just absolutely drenched yeah. in sweat and fucking. So sometimes they itch, though. So I reached down last night and I scratched my balls and I was just like, ah, and then I rolled over and put my hand <laughs> kind of by my, you know, under my pillow. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> and I just dropped my hand up to my nose. And I was like, that reminds me of the first time I ate pussy. How strange. <laughs> Gross. And then I had this fucking realization that that's why pussy has that unique taste. It's They have the same sweat glands in their crotch that dudes do. It's just ours have balls to accumulate on and theirs has like a fucking sweat pocket. <laughs> that's all a vagina really is, is a sweat pocket. Swastia. <laughs> when it's gonna be driving me insane to put the reverb on all of those <laughs> <laughs> why are cats afraid of dogs 
My answer is because dogs don't speak cat and vice versa. It's the way that animals behave. Cats really view a lot of body language. When cats interact with each other, they do not meow at each other very often. They're not very vocal. It's all about posturing and body language. And proximity is one of those things. When a dog sees a cat, especially a dog that's not a familiar, familiar with a cat, it approaches because new thing. It wants to sniff it and get close. Cats don't do that. When cat sees a new thing, like they approach it very cautiously to see if it's going to jump or attack or something, and they're ready to like flee at a moment's notice. It's really fucking funny. And uh, so when a dog goes running up, going, "Hey, new thing, new friend," blah blah blah, and just gets right up on him, the cat doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's it's getting a whole bunch of mixed signals, and then this dog shoves its you know snooty little mucus covered snooter right in its face and like <laughs> and yeah cats freak out so it's not that really afraid they just don't want to fucking deal with that they get anxious about it and yeah a cat exposed to a dog at an early enough point will grow for a fear of dogs just because they don't want to be approached and sniffed like that they think that it's an affront so that's why cats are generally afraid now that said you've got cats that absolutely just do not care about dogs or in some cases actually love the dogs. Yeah. And so it's really just a matter of socializing them properly uh, that, that gets that. So it's, that's more of a stereotype than anything, cats and dogs and everything. And won't even go off about the furry community and how everybody's just fucking everybody. So it doesn't really fucking matter. The, the, the whole cats afraid of dog things is done away with really fast because apparently dogs have knots on their dicks and knots are just so great. But I digress. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's along the lines of what, not, not that. <laughs> but the original thought, the sponsoring thought was around what I was thinking. Dogs are unpredictable and cats don't like things that are unpredictable. Yeah. Cats but, don't put up with a lot of shit. There's not assholes, but they, they just don't put up with bullshit. And, and dogs are all bullshit. Precisely how I raise my cats, so that's why my cats don't have a problem with dogs. Mm-hmm. I get them used to unpredictable stuff. Moving on. Yeah. Are 300,000 people really going to storm Area 51, or is it just a meme? Is that a thing? Yeah, so somebody on Facebook made a meetup um, that said, let's storm, or they can't stop all of us. And it was to storm Area 51. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're doing it in September. This is one of those things that starts as a as a har-har a har joke. And then next thing you know, you've got more than 300,000 people actually on the gates of Area 51. Well, I mean, a ha-ha joke or not, I mean, they got a point. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, 300,000 people all storm a military base. Yeah. Civilians or not, armed or not. Chances are, a few of them will actually get through. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless the government is seriously willing to fire upon 300,000 people all storming a military base. Uh, This government? I mean, who knows? That could kick off some really bad stuff. I mean, they already got enough bad press, what with the kids in the cages down on the border. Yeah, that was really bad. That's that's horrible. It may be a good time for something like that to happen though i mean if they're announcing it ahead of time saying hey this many people are going to show up at your gates wanting in i mean they oh i mean military tactics (laughs) aside right i mean that's not a very smart way to go about it yeah but that's not gonna stop them from doing it yeah i know but i could see the military just kind of be like by all means let us open the gates and you can come on in and you know 300,000 people could just go ahead and just see what Area 51 is. Area 51, by the way, is fucking huge. If you show up at the gate, you've got a ways to go before you get to any good area. Like, it's it's massive. Uh, Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Inviting people around the world to join our Naruto run. Oh, Jesus. A Japanese manga-inspired running style featuring arms outstretched backward and heads forward into the area. To see them aliens. Yeah. To see them aliens. We can move faster than their bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the thing where 
you're just going to see a confused look on St. Peter when you get up to those pearly gates because he's like, what the fuck were you doing? Face first into a military base. Jetta! Just a fucking bunch of weebs. I mean, I, t- I consider myself to be a pretty manly man. If I saw 300,000 fucking weebs running at me with their arms stretched out backwards, I'd be like, oh, some shit's about to go down. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they got a point, but CNN said that it's clearly written tongue-in-cheek. So mm-hmm. it's a joke, supposedly. Is, I would yeah. be surprised if at least... 10% of the people who have RSVP'd. So 30,000 people. Are serious about it. Yeah. Well, it's true, though. It's one of those, like, that's the end of Baron Munchausen, that Terry Gilliam movie, is the, uh, they're, they're about opening the gates because they've been besieged for so long by an army, and they don't want to open the gates because they think the army's out there, but Baron Munchausen knows that he destroyed the army telling his story. And they just can't believe it. And so he says, open the gates. And comes down to, like, the military is there, gun in hand, going against the civilians, going, we can't let you open the gates. And this guy starts delivering this big tirade speech, dramatic speech about opening the gates. And Baron Munchausen was like, no, 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 just open the gates. And they all just storm past the guards and open the gates. And it's one of those things where, like, yeah, they, they the military, if it's at it, it all intelligent... <laughs> Won't fire on that many people. However, they're going to know it's coming because there's a fucking Facebook page. Like, No, I mean, <laughs> it's very clearly no military tactic went into it whatsoever. No military strategy or what have you. Not even video game logic. Yeah. Which is surprising because I would think that all those weebs would at least play a little bit of StarCraft or Dota or League of Legends, which has to have some strategy involved. Maybe. Either there's way. even a Naruto fighting game. You'd think they'd have at least have some strategy for that, too. The uh, the major thing is you tell the military, hey, we're going to come take a look and see if we've got aliens in like four months. The military is going to be like, by all means, come on in. See, there is nothing here. Four months is a good enough amount of time to move anything. From the place that it's meant to be housed at? Yeah. The thing about it is Area 51 is not where they keep the aliens. Should Should these alleged aliens exist? The allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Stop saying that. You're making more work for me. So, uh, I'm going to reverb that too. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the thing about it is, Mary 51 is where they test out military shit. Actual cutting edge stuff. And they can move that really quick. I mean, the idea behind it is they can move... They can move that stuff out of there without anybody seeing. And people just show up and go, well, what do you know? It's just a military base. Who fucking knew? You know? That, that in my mind, would just, for once and for all, be like, okay. <laughs> you know? Like, that's not how you get it to, do, to be done. And, but it also kind of ends the mystique of Area 51 as well, because people go in there and see it's just a military base. It's just, that's all it is. You know? whoops fucking do so don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. That's my official statement there. I agree. Yeah. As a woman, I have always wondered why guys take so long to go to the bathroom number two. I mean, is there a scientific reasoning? Do you just have a lot in there? Or are you just taking your time? All of the above. Yes. <laughs> uh, a guy's number two time is very, very important. It's very special. Is a chance to go to their cave and kind of just ruminate do that whole thinking about nothing that's so aggravating the i mean it's an entire room that is meant for privacy so take advantage of it yeah so it's cool and quiet and generally you can turn the fan on and just kind of white noise it out you know strip down check those ingrown hairs you know like guy goes a guy does a full-on preening regimen just oh it's all kind of quiet and private and that's also why we'll tend to be very aggravated if somebody knocks. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to take a shit. <laughs> You're not trying to take a shit. 
though progressively as life goes on and you get older, shitting does become more of a process. And I will admit that with my dietary changes and everything, I do have a lot going on in there. So it does take a while to sort of clear and clean up. I, I, I do also want to say it is healthy to take your time and just let things happen. Yeah, you don't want to end up with a fissure. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to blow an O-ring. Trust mm-hmm. me, I've done it. It's not fun. Lose your asshole in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cut it out. So did we... Are, are we done with this? I guess we're done with that. I don't one. really... Yeah, I don't want to... I mean, I don't believe this person is a woman. As a woman. Yeah, I don't think he's a I woman. think women know how to spell woman. What do you do with boogers when driving? Is there a sanitary way to dispose of them? Or do you just leave a bat in the cave until you get to a restroom? Who the fuck goes to the restroom to blow their nose? Well, I mean, it's kind of social social grace to, to take care of those kinds of things. It's something exiting your body. It should go to, you should go to a bathroom or a water closet or something privately to take care of that. I mean, if you've got a, blow if your you, nose wherever you need to blow if, your nose. If you've got a whole tribe of goblins you need to clear out of your nose, then you probably want to make sure that you can do that in without setting off anybody else. I personally find very nasally things to be somewhat stomach churning. So, Wow, and you hang yeah. out with me mm-hmm. once a week for a couple of hours <laughs> at a time. It's okay. My roommate doesn't really like hold that same in the same regard as me so i've seen him do some truly truly awful things um i that doesn't tell hold accountable to the absolute worst thing our first stepfather who taught me a lesson on dealing with this very specific problem uh he had some problems health problems because he was an older man and at one point i remember riding around with him in the truck that he had and he hawked up this loogie that landed straight onto the steering wheel <laughs> of the truck. And he looked at it and I looked at it and he swipes it up with his hand and licks it off his hand and swallows it. Who fucking did this? Our first stepfather. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. No, he didn't. He did. It that was, is absolutely a lie. Like it it was absolutely nasty. <clears throat> and I'm glad he didn't just lick it up right off of the steering wheel. But mm. uh the, yeah. Now you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What did you do? I mentioned none of it until this very day. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the other thing is he did teach me a very valuable lesson when it comes to uh, vehicle ownership, especially regarding this situation, which is um, all of those extra napkins that the fast food restaurants give you and everything, save that shit. Keep it in your glove compartment because you'll not only will you ever be caught out in this situation, but people that are riding with you might be caught out in this situation where they might need to wipe something up or clear something out. You just hand them a napkin and be like, take care of it, you know? I mean, I've sneezed and had that shit come out and land on the fucking steering wheel, but yeah. to like, swipe just, it up and you, lick it off your yeah, hand? it was the grotiest that thing. That is gross. Yeah, it was so disgusting. He's, he's deceased now. You realize yeah, yeah, you're disparaging the honor of, an, of a deceased person. Honor? Yeah. I mean, the man taught me a few valuable lessons, but I I really cannot afford him much more than that respect. And this is something I very literally saw him do. The same, like, I saw the same man pull his pecker out and pee on the front lawn of our house. Yeah, I've seen him do that. Yeah. Like, this is. And to this day, if I need to piss and I'm in my front yard, (laughs) whip it out. See? Just it teaches you the lessons about home ownership and life. You I know? mean, it's obviously, like, I'm not going to do it in broad daylight with the neighbors watching and shit. But like, if I'm in the backyard with the dog waiting for him to take a shit and I got to pee, I'll go up against the side of the house, fucking <laughs> mark my territory. Shit. Good morning, Bill. That iced tea. You know, just uh You blow your nose. <laughs> yeah, you blow your nose. If you if you really got to take care of it, just keep some napkins in your car. That, that's that's vital, important information. We're flying through these. Yeah, we are. We're not even halfway. We've, we're done with half the questions, and we're not halfway through the well, episode. Well, the last show we ran long. Yeah. So, I guess yeah. that makes sense. <sighs> How do you deal with it when your friends, at this point former friends, 
work professional Monday through Friday, nine to fives, and you're the service slash food industry person that works every weekend. Get new friends. <laughs> if you enjoy the friends you have, which doesn't sound like at this point, uh, you schedule, basically. And you, you, you have a schedule and you commit to that schedule. I still maintain contact with the friends that I, I've had for over a decade now. Uh, I live with one. Others have come and gone, moved out of the house, gone on for their lives and everything like that. And you understand that they're busy people and they have to, they have to maintain lives of their own. And you find, yeah, you make other friends or you find other hobbies and things to fill your time with. Podcasting helps. Outside uh, of that, I mean, you're, <laughs> you're in the fucking service slash food industry. Fucking call out. <laughs> or hang out with them outside of work. Like, fuck. Like, I can see you taking a weekend off. It's just if you take a weekend off on fair weekend or, you know, if the balloon fiesta is coming through or some other major. Nobody gives a thing. shit. And there's a million fucking food industry jobs out there. Like, while while I'm not going to sit here and be like one of those, how hard is your job? Like, I understand <laughs> how hard the service slash food industry is. At the end of the day, though, I had more energy leaving my fucking shit Mick job than I do leaving my job now. Mm -hmm. So if I had this fucking person's problem working in a food industry, fucking waiting tables, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I still had energy to go out after my shift. So he's bringing this in on him fucking self. Well, and if not... he doesn't have energy, then maybe he should find a fucking sit down job. Well, the thing about it is like fucking boo. This is, I don't think this point is... my former friends fucking cry me a river. You fuck the. I don't think this is about them having the energy. It's their friends having the time because they, they when they're available, their friends are either busy or tired because yeah, they work Monday through Friday. If this had a real job, then he'd fucking, <laughs> he'd have time to hang out with his Monday through Friday that, nine to five friends. That is also an option, finding a, finding a quote unquote <laughs> real job. That's, that's what it is. I'm sorry. More food difficult. Work, <laughs> like the, the food industry, being a waiter, being a server, busboy, dishwasher, all of that shit that's low pay, long hours. You put yourself in that fucking position. Like nobody told you, you know, that you had to have a food service job. Mm -hmm. Like it's whatever you want to put into it is what you get out of it. So it's your fucking problem. Why exactly. Why are you whining about it on the Internet? So you know how you <laughs> fucking deal with it? You either stay up late after your shift and hang out with them when they have time to hang out or you fucking make a dinner arrangement with them during the week. If you want to put in that amount of effort, if you don't want to put in that amount of effort, then go fucking do blow with your buddies behind the fucking cafe at, at lunch. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the kids do. The kids don't do blow anymore, I don't think. It's too expensive. Oh, are you kidding me? That shit fucking makes the restaurant industry fucking run. <laughs> the, ma the bosses might be. Nobody can afford fucking... I don't know, the cooks would come back to get their fucking plates, and they'd be like, oh, that's a nice plate, except there's some white powder on it. It'd be like, where? And they'd be like, there. <laughs> I'd be like, let me take care of that. <laughs> you and, and I Somebody had... would have some good enchiladas that day. <laughs> you and I had some drastically different... Uh... Yes, because I'm open to new experiences <laughs> and allowing people in. Deep yeah. down inside, I feel most people are like me. Yeah, fuck that noise. Exactly. Yeah, no thanks. And they can <laughs> sense that on you. People can <laughs> sense that. They're just like, I don't know. I think Faust is a nice guy, but I think he just doesn't give a shit about me. And it's like, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, neither do you. And I don't either. <laughs> but I'll make it look like I do so I can do free drugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't want free drugs. Fuck you. Yeah. Any I, drugs I'm going to do, I'm going to pay for double. <laughs> I would like to buy one drugs, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any drugs, but I do have some. No, God damn it. <laughs> You're punishing me for something, and I have no clue what you it is. You can smell like a crack addict, too, with this new fragrance from WWTQ. <laughs> My penis is too small to fit into a condone without the thing slipping off. What do I do? I don't know. I don't have this problem. What do you What do you say? 
I don't use condoms. So. <laughs> what do you use? Saran wrap and a rubber band? I mean, that's that's kind of my answer is don't use condoms. <laughs> latex gloves? Neoprene. Neoprene I guess, gloves. I guess you La- could. Almost everybody's got latex allergies these days. I mean, they have smaller, you know, oh, sorry, tight fit condoms <laughs> that you could use. Fucking, I don't know, go to your sex shop and tell your local sex worker. Yeah, the problem the problem I had excuse was Excuse me, excuse me, Miss Hooker. <laughs> what do you do when your client's penis is too small to wear a condom? Oh, you charge fifty dollars more and they don't do it with a condom. Got you. Yeah. Basically. By um, the way, do you like this fragrance I'm wearing? It's called Swastra. <laughs> Fucking stop it. It's getting old now. <laughs> it's old Swastra. Wasn't that the problem in uh Porky's? That it was too small to fit. No, the, the the joke in Porky's was uh, at the very end, after he went through all this trouble to attain this one woman who is a woman of ill repute, we'll say, uh, he was already wearing a condom when they got down to it. Like, he knew it was going to happen, and that implied that she... It's like, you, you, can, you can say... You can tell your friends that she's a bit loose, she's a bit of a slut, but you can't tell it. You can't say it to her face. And that was basically saying it to her face. No. Is because he was already wearing a condom. Uh, speaking of, theyfit.co.uk is custom fitted condoms. They will actually, they actually have a measurement chart that you print out and measure yourself, and then they will make condoms of a specific size for you. So they are fitted condoms. Uh, they are a UK company, so it's going to cost a little bit. But if you are really truly concerned, that is a way to go. The other thing is there are plenty of other methods of sexual pleasure that do not involve penetration or involve being smart about penetration and not getting so far as to ejaculating inside the lady. So, you know. It's not the ejaculating that is the problem. It's the the protection from STDs and stuff like that. Yeah. STIs. Sorry. We're being modern now. Um, well, I mean, in that in that case, the lady can wear a condom. There are female condoms. I wonder how <laughs> presumptuous that would be. Because, you know, there are bitches out there that run around with condoms in their fucking personages. I mean, I've been with a couple. They whipped out a condom. Like, Here, put this on. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Now. Like, that's, yeah, that's it, bad. We're talking about a different time. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, I should just walk around with that disclaimer above my head at all times. Just talking, go, like this was in the past. The opinions <laughs> that are expressed by this individual are from a different time. <laughs> and in order to honor the historical accuracy of this person's opinions, <laughs> they are uh, spouted out with much less thought than that probably is, should be. <laughs> Fucker. The, that is one hell of a disclaimer. Just hovering over you. People will be like it's squinting. This constant, it's this constant Star Wars scrawl. <laughs> I've always had a problem with condoms because they do constrict and it becomes painful after extended periods. It prevents me from actually reaching orgasm. Uh, so they are uncomfortable. Uh, I would prefer the female wear a condom if a condom needs to be worn at all. Uh, however, I do have quite a negotiation period where I say I've been tested and I am clean. And if you are, if you have been tested and, and are willing to state that you are, you are clean, then we do not need a condom. Wow. Yeah. You get away with that? A couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, romancing me takes effort. <laughs> it, it, I've never had know. a high opinion of myself. <laughs> I always kind of figured I was going to die of something awful. So I was like, fuck it, bring it on. <laughs> what, are, what, did you fuck like three guys today? Fuck it, make it four. <laughs> <laughs> Your bathroom's got a sink. I can wash my junk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to me like any time that I did just kind of toss the condom away or whatever, because I mean, I never did it. I never did it, and it was just like, boom, in and shit. Like, it was always kind of like, I'm not wearing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we can either end it now or do whatever. Like, there was a couple of times where we were making out, and she handed me a condom, I fucking tossed it away. And she was fucking, oh, Tom. Like, turned on by that? Yeah. Wow. I was just like, all right, cool. No, I'm hitting it raw. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a fucking miracle that my dick is still attached to my body <laughs> and the same color that it was when it came out. So, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm batting all right, you know? Yeah. Of course, I would have never thought that a dude with a micro penis could fucking get laid as much as I did, but. It's not about it's not about the size, man. Absolutely not, and I know how to work it. Is yeah, it worth it? let me work it. Well, it's not the flip size it down and reverse it. It's not the size of your. It's not the size of your physical penis. It's the size of your mental penis. Yeah, I got that big dick energy going on <laughs> over here. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to grow my 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 mental penis. And trying to grow your mental penis. Yeah, I I don't have a very big mental penis. You got to water it with this. Yeah. <laughs> That's some Swashchoss beer there. Uh, it tastes like Swashchoss sometimes. <laughs> Can I use WD-40 as hair gel? No. Well, hell yeah, you can. <laughs> or no, because it's supposed to be stick, right? Yeah. If it sticks, but it's not supposed to, then you use WD-40. But if it's but if it's supposed loose to, yeah, and it's supposed to stick, you got to use duct tape. So, so no on the WD forty, yes to duct tape. <laughs> Both are a solid way to lose your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Either or, you know, like <laughs> just one is way more painful than the other. I mean, it doesn't aren't there cautions on WD forty to not have yeah. prolonged skin contact? Yeah, you do not want to wash your hands after using it. Yeah, shit. it's not. It's called it's what no what's known as a penetrating oil. So that's the way it loosens stuff up is it's supposed to get in where like water and other shit isn't supposed to get in. So it's it's a pretty caustic substance. Uh what happened to the other thirty nines? WDs. <laughs> I don't think we have time for that question. <laughs> uh, we got 15 minutes, supposedly. I mean, we could end it early. Uh, WD-4 literally stands for Water Displacement 40th Formula. Right. So there are the other 39 just were not as good, s- satisfactory. Yes. So like WD-0 or 1 yeah. was... If WD-1 had been the same, the same makeup as the 40th, then we would be calling it WD-1. It's just these, the first 39 that they tried just were not satisfactory. Do you think there was actually 40? Or, they because, say I mean, so. WD-40 just kind of yeah. rolls off the tongue. Like, what if they got, like, WD-35 and, the, like, the marketing company was like, WD-35, that's so unattractive to say. I mean, it's almost as unattractive as <laughs> <laughs> You just wanted to set that shit up. All right, I got the MSDS for WD-40. Okay. Uh, let me just make it so I can read it here. Uh, it's an organic mixture, bulk liquid, uh, harmful or, or fa- and f- harmful or fatal if swallowed, combustible liquid, uh, may be aspirated and cause lung damage, may cause eye irritation, avoid eye contact, keep away from heat, sparks, and other sources of ignition, skin, to- skin contact, prolonged and or repeated contact may produce mild irritation and defatting with possible dermatitis. The fatting doesn't sound nice. It's not something you want to happen to your scalp. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, so, what is defatting? Let's let's look up defatting. I don't know that that's it? something you want to Google. And I'm not going to image search it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Can't hope it these days. Although, remove fat from food. Uh, defatting is a chemical dissolving of dermal lipids from the skin on contact with the fatting agents. This can result in water loss from the affected area and cause the whitening and drying of the skin, which may result in cracking, secondary infection, and chemical irritant contact dermatitis. So it's, yeah, don't use WD-40 as anything involving skin contact. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like a pleasurable (laughs) experience. Yeah, that is a surefire way to lose your hair, at least temporarily. You might kill off some follicles if if you do try to do that. Um... There are plenty of, of hair gels out there cheaper than WD-40. Uh, it might might be a matter of convenience, like that's all you have on hand. But if that's true, I'm pretty sure there are plenty of things in the kitchen that would come in just as handy. You know, and that are food. If they're food safe, chances are that they are safer skin contact. So maybe coconut oil. Yeah, coconut oil does give your hair quite the shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems to be our magic thing. We're willing to be sponsored by coconut oil as long as you understand that we don't use it to eat. <laughs> <laughs> we do, just a different. We have a different 
<laughs> a different jug of that <laughs> for food. We we always buy two. We buy one for the food and one for me. <laughs> one for Tom's playtime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's not just my playtime. Yeah, but I mean. Oh, dude, like, the wife has a voracious sexual appetite. Like she's, she'll play like she's not into it or she don't want to do it. But the minute that her her hand touches my dick, it's just game on. Yeah, fucking, it doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing. I watched a, uh, a stepsister porn video that was kind of along those lines. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those ones where the guy, it's like that the guy's wearing the camera mask, and so, but it, he's he's supposed to be asleep, and she comes in and finds him with morning wood. And basically sucks him off to completion. And then he wakes up and goes, what are you doing? She says, I don't know. I think you had a wet dream. And you're just, and she's like, because he was covered up to begin with, but she's like hovering over his uh, spent dick with. I saw one, like I went down a a Pornhub hole, dude. Like (laughs) I was just kind of like going from video to video. I ended up on, do you know Zev Bellringer? No. Anyway, she's one of those. She does the POV style porn. And some of them, some of them are like mind control or something like you know different like you know boyfriend girlfriend type stuff Mm -hmm. this one happened to be one where she was playing the mother figure but the weird thing about it and the thing that made me kind of pause on it and i wasn't really um focused on completing the mission at that point (laughs) fucking is she she comes in the door and she talks about oh i just ran into the the cities out there they had to turn the water off it's gonna be off for a little while and fucking she was carrying like a bag of groceries and so she fucking starts talking to the kid like like you know talking to the camera about like as though it's a kid and it's like oh i got you chicken tendies you get 10 good boy points and i was like the fuck kind of 4chan ass fucking (laughs) incest ass porn is this chicken tendies and good boy points yeah and she's like okay let's go i'm all sticky for some reason she puts the groceries down she's like oh no the honey broke and, like, at some point, she handed it to the camera guy to fucking carry. And she's like, oh, no, it's all over your pants. Here, we'll just wash this off. She goes to the sink to turn it on and fucking no water because yeah. she mentioned earlier that they turned the water off. I suppose I just have to lick it off. And mm-hmm. so she's, like, she starts licking her hand and, like, moving over her tits, like, you know, fondling herself. And she's like, this isn't going to work. Let's go take, let's go get out of these clothes and we'll we'll figure something out. And they go, it changes to a bedroom. And she strips and fucking starts licking and doing this. She's like, oh, I'm going to need you to use your tongue to get the honey off of my breasts. And fucking it goes through <laughs> that. And then fuck, she's like, okay, take off your pants. No, I've seen it already. Just take off your pants. And she takes off the pants. She's like, oh, it's all over your balls. <laughs> well, I'll do, I'll do the same thing to your balls that you did to my breasts. So just lay back. And fucking... It gets down to business. She starts licking the balls, and she's like, "Okay, the balls are clean." Licks the shaft, and all the time, still just be like, "No, honey, don't. Why are you apologizing? Don't apologize. This is getting you good boy points and shit." <laughs> and then at one point, off camera, the door swings open, and she's like, "Oh, honey, you're home. This is crazy. They turned off the water, and we spilled honey all over ourselves." <laughs> Blowing our son? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And then I I switched off that one to go watch some real porn to bust a nut, too. (laughs) You know it's a bad porn if it makes you stop jerking off just going, what the fuck? (laughs) It's like when I came across this, this compilation porn video of it was the idea was it's porn you're supposed to watch while you're tripping unlike shrooms yeah shrooms or acid or something like that so it's got like it's got basically porn stuff interspersed with just weird visuals and it's playing some like really ripping electronic music or something like that and i can see it like i can see what they mean by it's porn to watch while you're on drugs but it's also porn to watch when you have adhd because it just gets right to it Mm. and no plot or anything no you know badly delivered lines or poorly written scripts or anything like that it's it's just straight into it and yeah it kind of works you know it's interesting yeah something to something to keep in mind well on that note (laughs) is it possible to twerk sadly 
blowing our sun. No. <laughs> that was answered. <laughs> can I? How can I kill someone by meowing at them? It is you impossible. Cannot. Yeah, you cannot. Is the past tense of Swiss cheese. Swash cheese. Swash cheese. Thank you for the inspiration for our new fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Why are cats afraid of dogs? Because dogs don't speak cat. Uh, duh. Yeah. Are 300,000 people really going to store Area 51, or is it just a meme? It's up in the air. It's, it's just a meme. supposed but, to be just yeah. a meme, but then again, Flat Earth was just a meme at one yeah, point, too. Yeah, you know, these things have a way of getting away from us. Uh, as a woman, I have always wondered why guys take so long in the bathroom to go number two. Uh, well, Mind your fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> it's important. We need what that. What do you do with boogers when driving? Is there a sanitary way to dispose of them? Or do you just leave a bat in the cave until you leave? <laughs> uh, you blow your nose. Yeah. You keep napkins in your car. You'll never have a problem with this. How do you deal with it when your friends, at this point former friends, work professional Monday, Monday through Friday 9 to 5s and you're the service food industry person who works every weekend? Play the world's smallest violin. Scheduling. My penis is too small to fit into condone without the thing slipping off. What do I do? I've never personally had this problem, but theyfit.co.uk. Tie a knot in it. <laughs> Saran wrap and rubber bands. <laughs> Uh, can I use WD-40 as a hair gel? The MSDS uh, says no. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll probably end up being very painful. In fact, you can always Google any, any basically any chemical product and MSDS and find out way more than you'd ever want to know about that that chemical. Like, mm -hmm. That's the first place to start. Not Reddit's No Stupid Questions forum. And if anybody ever fucking comes to your house to sell you a fucking water filter starts putting chemicals in their samples and telling you to wash your hands with their water samples and shit. No. <laughs> they don't have the MSDS on the chemicals that they're using to fucking prove to you that your water is dirty. So, fuck those assholes. MSDS is the shit. Yeah, MSDS is the place to go. Well, anyways, yep. we totally didn't record this on the same day as that last episode. <laughs> Look, we had time, things to do, so, see you guys next week. What was the question? What was what was the question? What was the question? What was the question? What was the question? What was the question?